0: The following show was recorded on October the 1st, 2020. Today's date, 28 February 2021. Why the difference? Because I'm idle. No, because I broke the computer. I couldn't get in. Now I'm in, and I've got it out. It's retrieved and ready to play, ready to be unleashed upon the populace. So here it goes Father Finney's current episode. Welcome to the best a man can get. And today's guest. Hang on, did I say. Fuck it, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the best a man can get. And today's guest is one of those men who has achieved just that, both in himself and his town. A man from childhood who built his life upon what was written on a keyring and who in the last five years has done a lot of soul searching to change a few things up a master of self-pacing and now a support worker for our younger generation, and the host of the amazing Shrewsbury podcast, which is called the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I give you the one and only Alex Whiteley. Hey. hey. I Welcome,
1: like that. sir. I've never had an intro like that. That's fantastic. Well, uh, it's usually like... So we're recording so to have an intro like that thank you oh, you're really most welcome
0: it. it it took a second take but there we go <laughs> <laughs> you've got to get these
1: things right haven't we oh absolutely got to get yes these things right.
0: yeah. yes so here's a question for you you know your your subject of podcasting so if you were to do a new podcast for another town other than shrewsbury because obviously shrewsbury is the best town to do one where would you choose and what would the first sugar-based subject matter what would be the first sugar-based subject matter that you would talk about?
1: Um, well, okay. So I did have this idea, actually. Mm. I, I thought it was actually a million-pound idea. Okay. And I took it to I took it to a couple of companies around Shrewsbury. And they're kind of like, hmm, yeah, it's not bad. And I, my, <laughs> the idea was to create <clears throat> almost like a, a biscuit-esque show of surrounding towns. So yeah. you, know, uh, you can go to Oswestry. You can go to Telford. You can even go Birmingham as far as Birmingham because if you Google um, town-based podcasts, they're not big. There's no. not a lot of people doing it. Uh, so you create you create the one network, like an umbrella network, where all these shows are part of, yeah. and you push all the traffic through that one network. Okay. Um, now the reason uh, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily use sugar. Okay. Um, the only reason that I use uh, the biscuit f- as as a thing. Is is actually it's quite cryptic for me. Oh. There's actually a deeper reasoning behind in it. Um people say the Shrewsbury, why is Shrewsbury Biscuit? And I always go, Well, it's a famous biscuit from Shrewsbury. But there's actually a reason behind it. Um oh. <clears throat> sorry. Coving okay. uh, uh one of the reasons is um I went to watch Ross Noble. Do you know Ross Noble? I do. Yeah, randomist comedian.
0: Yeah, long black uh motorbiker. Yeah, yeah.
1: bit of a he's geor- a guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um I went to watch him in Oakengates. Gates. And uh, he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to fill up on Shrewsbury biscuits. And the the crowd went dead. And he was like, <laughs> you don't know what a Shrewsbury biscuit is? And they were like, well, was Shrewsbury. They are in Telford. He's like, well, they got, there's a Shrewsbury. I had no idea that they had a Shrewsbury biscuit. Right, okay. Right? So when I first moved to Shrewsbury, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the town. I love the fact you're saying
0: Shrewsbury, not Shrewsbury.
1: Uh, yeah, there's... there's <laughs> that, <laughs> but we'll come back to that. that uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole reasoning behind me doing the show of Shrewsbury is me learning about Shrewsbury. I didn't know there was a Shrewsbury biscuit. Right. There was a lack of knowledge there. I don't know much about Shrewsbury. There's a lack of knowledge there. So it kind of fits, you know? Okay. Because not only am I naming a show after a biscuit that's got the name Shrewsbury with it, Yeah. but it also means something to me as, as far as my investigational sort of uh, journey. Ah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. kind of marries up quite well.
0: That's, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, um what would the town be then?
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I would like to I like I'd like to think that we can help a town. Because <laughs> the idea of shoes with B- the shoes with biscuit was to sort of bring people together and 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 sort of tell people about the positive aspects of the town. <laughs> now like I I work in Telford. I'm from Telford. Um so I I do care about the town and I know the town's in a lot of trouble. You know, there's a lot of things going on at the moment that that's very negative <laughs> to Telford. I would love to i love a stab at making something really positive for that time. Right. Because all I hear is bad stuff. Right. And, and you know, a lot of it rightly so. So I'd love to go rock into Telford and be like <clears throat> I don't know the, tel- <laughs> the, the 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 Telford bridge show or something. I don't know yeah. what, what what what's uh what's an important Iron, part. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. Um, what have they made in Telford? Uh, the yeah, what, roundabouts, the, the roundabouts, the Telford yeah, roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, um, so I would love to go to Telford and create a positive show and and talk about the good things because sometimes you need that, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There is so much negativity going on at the moment, and um, I find that if you surround yourself with positive people and you have positive thoughts, positive things happen. Yes, agreed. It's important. Yeah. So
0: okay then. So. We don't know, I'm assuming neither you nor I, know what food-based stuff has come out of Telford. We know there's a lot of food manufacturers in Telford. What would be your, if you've done a biscuit here, what would be a great cake or something that would show a learning, <laughs> if you see what I mean?
1: About about Telford. Ooh, how about trifle?
0: Sorry, I'm answering the question myself.
1: <laughs> Trifle's not a bad shout, to be honest. Um, <laughs> a jammy dodger. Yeah, jammy dodger. It's got the name in it, dodgy. Dod- yeah, Talbot dodgy, course. dodgy. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and it sticks things together.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, I think it's round, and it's for young people. Okay, so that, that's actually a lot of good thought there because Telford is a young town, right? See, it is a young town. Mm. It was what thirty years, forty years old. 40, uh, 50, yeah, but yeah, about that. Fifty yeah. years, forty, fifty years old. Yeah, it was an overflow, so, wasn't
0: it? For, like,
1: yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so th- it's a town still trying to find its identity. A uh, jammy dodger is a biscuit for young people. <laughs> And it's got the name Dodgy in it. So yeah. I think the the, uh, the the Telford Dodgy, the Telford Dodge, Jummy Dodger, the Telford Jummy Dodger. There you go.
0: Yeah. There you go. Right then. Copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, October 1st, <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Tell me a little bit about, um, in regards to, because what you're doing in the community is a massive and brilliant thing. Oh, thank you. There's, there's very few of you. But from what I've seen, who are doing such things like that, Mm. keeping the community going and building it up. um, Where where, where do you see it heading?
1: Um, I would I mean, I see positive growth. I mean, you're a podcaster, you can see the growth, you can see the analytics and the growth from the biscuit is just immense, absolutely immense. and. I can see it just, this community is growing and what we're doing for the town. And uh, I mean, if I spoke to Katie Rink, who does my, the My Shrewsbury magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're from Shrewsbury, you will have seen that magazine. And her first thing was, the Shrewsbury biscuit is on the end of everybody's tongue. Everybody's talking about the Shrewsbury biscuit right now. So I'm happy wow. to be here. And I was just that shocked me. Right. That's um, a true statement, not opposed to yeah, like when no, you no, see these. Not, that's what she said on the show. Yeah. She's, it's recorded, you know. Wow. Um, and that's because, I think, because of that positivity that I was talking about earlier, I w- I see the Shrewsbury biscuit as being um, an important part of. Uh, I always say a beacon, a beacon, a beacon of information for Shrewsbury. Yeah, you know because um, I would I would I mean the what can we do with this? What can you do with a podcast? This is the eternal question, right? How yeah. can you turn a podcast into a business? Yeah, and make something out of it. No, I don't earn anything um, at the moment. Any sort of money we make for the biscuit goes back into the biscuit um i would like a radio station i would like to have a business i would like to make something of it you yeah. know and i think i think it's possible
0: is there a future for radio
1: yeah absolutely i i mean when we talk about podcasts versus radio mm. i always explain that the radio and the podcast runs parallel with one another they don't interject they don't they don't change lanes and they don't affect each other and the reason being is if you want to hear me talking for an hour about my life, with no news interruptions, with no Rick Astley, mm-hmm. with no, uh, uh, you know, auto parts direct or whatever it is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dodgy adverts, you know, uh, you'll listen to a podcast. Yeah. If you want, if you want a bit of music and you want those little short 15 minute interviews that they do on BBC Shropshire, you'll listen to the radio Right, and this, they're, they're two completely different beasts. Okay. You know, so there is a future for radio. There will always be a future for radio, I believe um i think they've just got to be smarter about the way they do things yeah you know agreed yes
0: I, i've um my daughter likes having radio 2 on for background noise i say noise music whatever um but i find it a little bit weird in the fact that every 30 minutes there has to be the same news story again and again and again i'm like
1: yeah. do people really want that yeah th- th- this is the thing isn't it we've we've like something big like like the bbc there's all these suits running it isn't there mm. there's all these suits that 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 dictate the way it goes yeah and synergy runs deep within the the, B, the bbc they'll be like this is the news story you need to push yeah and this is what we need the talking points for today all day yeah um whereas if i if i had a shoes with biscuit radio station or something you know say it was me doing it yeah i wouldn't do it like that i wouldn't i I'd, I'd do i i am completely transparent in the way i do things i would like um a show that promotes good things You know? Yeah. And the problem is, as well, you know, when you do something like that, you ask for investment, don't you? Investors. Mm. And the investors will only invest in something that's in their best interests. Yeah. So that's where the problem lies with things like that.
0: So do we need investors that are really, like, the community? Yeah. Because if the community invested, then
1: they're going to Well, This is is the the beauty of what's going on today with things like Patreon and, Mm. and coffee and things like this that, you know, people pay the audience pays the the the, the, part, the, the star or, yeah or the you know the entity yeah so yeah i mean this there's um there's an opportunity there for everybody and this has always been my thing this has always been my my drive my my biggest it's not even a niche it's, it's kind of my my ambition is to bring people together and to encourage and create the creativity mm. from the moment i, I hit record on thor's kin my old show my original show say that thor's, again thor's kin
0: Thor's kin. <laughs> yeah, sorry, do that.
1: all these ideas are coming when, when i'm drunk all right yeah. the idea was um because it was me and my friend that we were a bunch of geeks talking yeah. about movies tv video games um so there was meant to be four of us it was meant to be four star geekly news that's what it was going to be called oh, okay. um so four rhymes with thor yes. right um uh then kin thor's kin is my show is about bringing people together mm-hmm. and then obviously thor is a comic book character yeah uh, and then um it's cheeky like us so yeah. that was like this thing i had Thor's getting and we just laughed about it for days Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Great. laughs> but that yeah since i hit record it's what it's always been about for me is just bringing people together mm-hmm. um because that's important isn't it
0: absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. no I, I i think that's a great thing to do
1: yeah
0: so um going forward you can see what that's doing what's Shrewsbury been like before now do, do you think there's been any change as a result of is there anything that you could benchmark saying yeah we've done that as a result of having done the podcast
1: it's hard to say really because i've been in Shrews- I was, i'd been in Shrewsbury only months before i started the podcast so i didn't oh, really okay. see what it was like before but i am seeing since i started um this this uh, this this evolve uh, yeah. There's there's an urgency now to become more modern, and I wasn't seeing that in in Shrewsbury before. Okay. In fact, um, one of the first big pictures I ever had to make with a biscuit was for us to be able to take part in the Darwin Festival, which is one of the biggest, which was the big the big in for us, I suppose, mm. because we were working with some amazing people like Shrewsbury Bid and um, Historic Society, and you know lots of things that we were doing. And i got up and was a big you know table full of people and i was kind of like yeah so i'll do a podcast and a lot of people were like Well, i was like you may not have heard about a podcast <laughs> but by all means you will have heard of a podcast by the end of the year because it's growing yeah. it's a it's a revolution and it's coming it's coming and mm-hmm. look now yeah yeah we had lockdown and every single person on the planet started a podcast yeah you know um and that's because it's a great way Not only, I mean, it's not even to become famous. You don't do a podcast here to become famous. You do it to to talk.
0: I don't even know what my reasons were when I began. (laughs) Um, I just wanted to find like-minded souls, or I don't know. It was. I just thought felt I could do it. Maybe I don't Hmm. have to learn to play an instrument, and do all the other sort of things. But it's just some way of maybe bringing entertainment or making people happy
1: and there's a skill behind it as well. I found that that you know I've brought people on my show that have gone yeah um <laughs> yeah. so I uh, I be, be like so talk us about your know, the passions of what you do what's the most passionate thing you bring to to what it is you do and they're like I really like it. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. You know it's it's quite difficult. Sure. All right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um but no I don't think I don't think we've I don't I don't think we've affected a lot of change in that regard with Shrewsbury. I think it's done it by itself. I think that it was one of those things that, when it came to to vlogging and and podcasts things like that, it was kind of like it was just growing so quickly that you couldn't ignore it anymore. Right. You know. Um. But we what we have done is we have we've heard of people that have gone to events only because they heard it on the Shrewsbury biscuit. Yeah. And that is always so beautiful to hear. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You must be connecting so many people. Well, this is it. I mean, I've I've had. <clears throat> I've had a couple of meetings with people that, you know, because there's a lot of people really like really interested in what we're doing. Really, we've been we've been watched, uh, which is in a good way, not in a bad. Way. <laughs> <laughs> MI5 are watching us just in case. Uh, and you've been watched
0: right now. There's a little black cat has been urinating against the fence outside. Oh, cool.
1: cool. <laughs> I've got a, a, yeah. speck, a, a new guest for the show. yeah um, What was the question again? Um, I feel like uh, what we're doing is um, offering a business-to-business model. Yeah, you know, if we're 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 moving people from point A to point B uh, by the end of the year, if you if you add up the, the admission fees for something that we've uh, you know, or the money that people have spent in shops that we've told them to go to, yeah, it's probably going to add up to quite a bit. Absolutely, you know, yeah. and people we've brought into the town for the Darwin Festival. The Darwin Festival, people, including most people, have never heard of it. <clears throat> well about, i'm
0: wondering if have all our listeners mm. heard of darwin i hope <laughs> so <laughs>
1: exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, i mean uh, this, this is the this is the most frustrating thing about shrewsbury is charles darwin was born here and not a lot of people know that yeah and they don't make a big song and dance about it who's the engineer chris watson who built the skyscraper the first steel structure building that's <clears throat> the flax mill yeah i've forgotten his name beg your yeah. pardon his yeah.
0: first building is just over by the weir his mm. first domestic building mm. Steel structured and uh, Yes, is, yes.
1: Uh, um Is that isn't that the is that the first one? Or was that yeah. the second one? was that the one did they fall out and he was like, I'll make my own with <laughs> <I don't laughs> blackjack and hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was he in the dog and duck? Had
0: he fallen out with someone in there and then I think I know the, the one you on about
1: in Castlefields, It was just a bit yeah. around the corner from the weir. I did a tour with Stan Sedman, uh, we ended up at the Weir, we did all Castlefields ended up by the Weir. And he was saying, um the flax mill came first. Right. There was a big falling out. Yeah, he went to Castlefields and he was like, "I'm going to make my own thing." Right in Castlefields, I, it could be the other way around. you yeah, could yeah. be completely right.
0: But he's the Godfather of the skyscraper, basically. Yeah,
1: yeah, he? yeah. And that's another thing. Yeah. Which is, I think this is why they're pumping so much money in the flax Mill, which is rightly so. Yeah, I think that that building is is what um, Iron Bridges to the uh,
0: bridge building. It's iron <laughs> The industrial Gorgeous. revolution
1: What well, yes. Ironbridge is to the industrial revolution Flaxmill is what uh, That to the The, the yeah. skyscraper The modern skyscraper
0: The fact is it's still standing Barely It was, it was only ju- only yeah.
1: Like they got there at the right time From what I've heard I, I spoke to Murray from um, From the flaxmill Friends of the flaxmill She came and spoke to me She was like If we hadn't gone there When we did It would have fallen down Oh no Which is, which is great Because they saved a, a piece of An important piece of history Yeah yeah
0: and the fact that it's still standing compared to like a lot of the architecture in the 60s and 70s that's already fallen over.
1: Oh, isn't it just the worst, though? When you've got like these amazing historical buildings and then you've got this horrible 60s architecture mm. clad yeah. side. Oh, yeah. we, we've invented concrete and pebble dashing. Let's yeah.
0: build something.
1: <laughs> Jesus <Jeez laughs> Christ.
0: Now, you don't just do podcasting. No. You have a... A quotation marks normal life. I do. Yeah. Um as in a support worker, is that the right title?
1: Um I well technic my technical role is a night concierge, but I put I'm a part of the support team. Yeah, I don't I I can't talk about too much where I work. Okay, yeah, that's you know, understood. I mean I can tell you I work for Bromford, I guess. Uh but um yeah. It's it's an interesting story because I worked for nearly ten years on security, you know, for, for ASDA, you know, nothing big or wow. I wasn't really going anywhere. Bonnington, and I was just not, uh, in Telford. Oh, okay. Yeah, the um, one in the city centre. Yeah, when it was the old one, and yeah, then when yeah. it moved over as well.
0: I used to go. I used to live right back there. Oh right, okay. Back in the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah I it, it was two thousand
1: and nine. I moved back into Telford. So, Oh, okay. uh, so it was, this is an interesting story because I never thought I was going to amount to anything. I was happy being a cog in the wheel, working <laughs> in a factory, doing my thing, paying my way, just getting along. Um, had no ambition at all whatsoever. So I was like, "I'm working for ASDA. I don't care. I get paid. I do my job. Go home." Other um, well,
0: supermarkets are available.
1: <laughs> and I don't know, something clicked when I when I when I got married, and um, we had my little boy. I just I wanted to I wanted to do something with my life. I wanted, So I started applying for other jobs. I wasn't happy in my work anyway. I started applying for jobs, and I saw this one—the one I'm going for now—and explained the role. Um, and the problem I had with doing what I was doing, so I'd catch shoplifters, young people, you know, uh, whatever, um, roll around on the floor of them if they wanted to fight me, you know, these sort of things. But I was, I was catching a lot of people that. I really struggled with because it would be like a mom stealing baby milk because she's got no money, yeah, yeah, or a kid that's sleeping rough because his parents have abused him and he's stealing a sandwich to survive, or yeah. things like this. I would I would struggle processing things like that because I had too much empathy. So I'd sit down with him, and in fact, is the interesting story is that one of the lads that used to come and fuck about in Asda, steal and things like that, um, he was at my wedding. Wow. Yeah, he was. was at, he was, was at my the vicar. <laughs> yeah. it was it was, a, it was just a young lad that was in the wrong time of his life I was surrounded by the wrong people and i've been that person mm. and i know what it's like just to tell people have people wave your finger in the face so he used to come and talk to me a lot um and i used to help him he'd come up to me upset and i'd just or angry or you know and i'd coach him through his day and i'm uh, it was weird i'd kind of just I, I had a few people around i was like if you just invite ryan mm. uh he came around and he's, he's he, to this day, he still calls me dad. Wow. That's weird. Now he's married. He's got a kid. He's got his own business. Fantastic. And I, I like to think that, you know, the positive influence I had on him was probably, uh, you know, a good a good for him. Yeah. Um. So because I had that empathy and be, because I had that drive to sort of help people, even though I'd had no experience and no sort of education when it came to being in support, I got that job. Um. And you just explaining that story alone. Made them think oh, okay, he's, mm. he's right here, and the the role is very much um you know care leavers, people have come, you know a bad start to life will come and stay at where I work, mm. and they will learn to live independently right, you know, and I sit with them for the night, you know any problems, any problems I'll deal with it, yeah, and I've been doing that for years now
0: yeah. wow. how many when I use this sentence, obviously you can look at it from a uh, out of the box point of view. how many children do you reckon you fathered
1: as a result of this? As in, same what I did for Ryan. You mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got to be at least half a dozen. Wow, I mean, I've been there for five years, and that sounds like a really low number. Right. Um, not for five years. Not for five, well, for five years. I mean, you think about it. Okay, so there's there can be there's over twenty people that can fit live in my scheme, and for every single revolution of customers, mm-hmm. you know, of all the customers, if we can have one or two go out there, live independently and live their lives properly, I see that as a success because they wouldn't have had that before. Yeah. Yeah, they'd have been thrown in a block of flats somewhere, some HMO, those crackheads upstairs or something, you know, and they'd have just been ignored by society. Absolutely. Um, And there's some people... just hating society and attacking it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, some people don't want to be helped yet. They're not at that stage in their life when they're ready to do that. Mm. Um, Do you think that's a point you have to be at? Is it an awareness, the need for help? you have to be aware that you need help they say you got to hit rock bottom but i don't believe so because mm. there's a lot of people that that will hit rock bottom and just stay there mm. yeah, you know I, I look at i look at like things that happened in my life with um with me being stuck at asda not really caring about doing anything decent with my life and i was kind of happy to live like that for years mm. and then it was a a fight for survival really because if you if you remember you know, there's been recessions, there's been um, yep. cutbacks and everything, uh, and, you know, it's affected even the big companies like Walmart, you know, and they started cutbacks that were putting people's lives in jeopardy, especially when it came to security. In America, there were people getting shot and things because they didn't have enough security. Yeah. You know, th- silly things like that and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not dying for us there, I'm not attacking someone for minimum wage. Yeah. You know, or being attacked by someone, should I say, so I was kind of like, no, let's do something decent, and... Even though um I'm, I'm a night concierge, I'm not like the the higher tier of support, you know, there's people that get paid a lot more to do a lot more to do a lot more than I do. I still have that positive fathering sort of hmm. role in people's lives, I guess. You know, I'm lucky because I work through the nights, so I get them when they're relaxed and they kind of just wanna chill out. Yeah. Which can either be a good thing or a bad thing. I mean if you think about it, they go and get fucked up on some all sorts of shit and then come back and they start tearing the place apart. Yeah. I've got to deal with that too um so yeah i mean I, i'm i kind of lucky in a way but i've seen it all i've seen it all yeah you know dealt with it all
0: as that helps you for um for your future in regards to broadcasting because you've seen that as opposed to being a naive occluded broadcaster who's just yak 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 opinion, i think opinion. i think
1: it's i think both have helped i think the podcast and things helped me mm. learn how to converse with people that wouldn't normally want to converse and the same with the, uh, the job. It's helped me be a bit more empathetic. You know, a lot of it. Empathy is really important when you're doing something like this. Mm-hmm. If, if you were the complete narcissist and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, look at me. I'm doing this and this. Hold on a second. I'm talking. No, 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 no. It's all about me, 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 me. Nobody want to listen to your show. Yeah. You know, it's all about the guest, isn't it? Well, that's, I like
0: the way they use the word want to because I think a lot of people get embroiled in these shows and they don't actually want to. They think, oh, it's the only choice I've got. A uh, case point being, um, I was at my daughter's house the other day. She turned on the TV because she wanted to watch The Gruffalo. And it was in the morning before school. The first thing that comes on as the TV fires up is Piers Morgan. And he's on a rant. <laughs> Within 20 seconds, I'd heard his opinion about universities being snowflakes or whatever. And I was like, "People have, millions of people are starting the day with that rant. Uh. It's like, how is that? And do they think do you know what i'm going to choose something else and look for something or are they just in the routine mm. and as you're saying like these broke some broadcasters just manifest zero empathy you think he's arguing a point but it is all about self 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 and conflict i
1: don't think that's a good way to start your day or i think with piers morgan at the moment i think he's gone viral so many times because of these rants i think he's just trying to yeah keep that that train going isn't he
0: you i can know? i can agree with some of his opinions and i've totally found that but i don't think he's a good I think he's a good host. <laughs> no,
1: uh, well, as far as role models go, you want someone that will look at the positive things. Yeah, and uh, you know what? I'm not perfect. Nowhere near perfect. I, I mean, I I do lose my shit sometimes. You know, if uh, I don't know I where'd you lose it?
0: <laughs> is it is it in the broadcast situation or is it in a personal life situation?
1: Oh uh, no, I'd never I'd never record something. Nobody wants, nobody wants to listen to me losing my shit. So I <laughs> <laughs> um, if I if I'm dealing with a, a difficult situation. That I can't handle. Sometimes it gets hard. Um, I mean, I, I think the difference is when I was younger, I was a very angry child. Mm-hmm. I'd always lose my shit and punch a door or oh, okay. get aggressive. I was I was a very fiery person. I was always I'd always tell someone, oh if they pissed me off, I'd tell them. Why? Um, but I learned a long time ago that that gets you nowhere. Gets you nowhere, and so I'm kind of I've kind of learned to deal with that. And what it, what helped you where did you learn or what well, caused that To they say you learn from your mistakes don't they you know and when i was 18 i, I um see i'm a very calm outgoing guy uh, and you know i'll speak to anybody and everybody's got i've got time for everybody when i was younger this thing happened where i was in Wrexham. i mixed my drinks i was only 18 you know i didn't know what i was doing really and they wouldn't let me in a nightclub because i was too drunk right. so i kicked off started fighting bouncers. And, bouncers put me down um i kind of kicked the inside of a police door to pieces when the police officer opened the door i kicked his leg back because i was going it was mid kicking door as he opened door and caught his leg i got arrested nearly ended up going to prison all right because that, that was after the time when that woman was that, that police officer got the grenade thrown at her and they were kind of like remember that you when know, anything to do with assaulting police officers was like the big thing all right it was all after that and uh, it made me realize that even though I'm this calm, plastic guy, I do have a side to me that I need to work on,
0: mm.
1: you know, because it's not, and, it, 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 and I didn't, I didn't, to be honest, uh, when I was at Asda, someone pissed me off, I would tell them, you know, and it was just this, this whole, like, I, I looked at it on the whole and I was like, every time I've gone up to someone and said, I don't agree with what you're doing. This needs to change. Da-da-da. What's happened? Nothing. But I've alienated myself. There you uh, go. Okay. That's what's happened. Is uh. you've lost that person that they won't respect you anymore. And that doesn't mean I'm, I'm turning into some sort of I don't know, pussy, I guess. But it it just means I'll deal with it in a different way.
0: Yeah. It's I had a very, very be. bizarre thing. I don't know what got into me. I was. I think it's because I had a mask on. But I was about to go into a post office and I put the mask on and I heard these. I had two bags of parcels to deliver, and I heard these young lads behind me, and one said, "Any of those for me, mate?" And I didn't quite register to talk to me. And then I realized, hang on, he's talking to me. And I went, you talking to me? And he went, oh, uh, yeah. But it was weird because there was three of them. And they all looked like they all said it together. Because <laughs> I must have been in some instant red mist. they are like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what kind of a fucking stupid-ass question? because like, not feel for you, you fucking idiot? And I just went off on one. I was like, whoa, <laughs> where did that just come from? But I think it was just because I just put on a mask on. And immediately just shifted character into this angry middle-aged man. Yeah, I mean... And these teenagers, they must have been like, what the hell, no, man? We're only joking. I don't know, I just what didn't do you think take... caused that, though?
1: Is your acting pent up?
0: I think, yeah, I think the fact that I had to put my bags down to put a mask on to go through a door ri- just snapped. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like, this is stupid! Um, yeah, and then you have to go in, and then you're told you've got to go back outside, because there's one person in there already. I don't know, it's just immediately, you just...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the last time I snapped at a stranger was probably, oh god, street names in Shrewsbury are a nightmare. For guy that does a Shrewsbury show? You know the <laughs> past Planet Hollywood on the way to the quarry that that hill is it?
0: That's the Planet Hollywood in Shrewsbury.
1: Not Planet Hollywood. Donut. Planet Donuts. Yes. My bad.
0: Duncan, it's all right. Uh, sorry, Duncan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, he's funny actually because he saw me recording a vlog on the um, the footbridge over the quarry as the as the Sabrina boat was going under it. Yeah. And he saw me with the camera. Yeah. And on the I got it on the footage and all you hear is Duncan going choose biscuit, <laughs> from the boat. It was really funny. Um, yeah, I was walking up that hill towards the quarry. Uh, is it, it's not Roosh Hill, is it? What was
0: it Rouse Hill?
1: Rouse Hill, yeah. Um, and there was these kids. I was with my little boy. I was going to the to the park, and they kept shouting, just, ah! ah, all these random things that students do. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my little boy was jumping every time they were shouting. Mm-hmm. So I turned around. and said, we well, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Looked at it. And was just, shut the fuck up. Like that's not. That's that's like. I don't do conflict anymore. Yeah, it's not good for me. And they were like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Done. You know. Um, I think I think this has helped. The microphone has yeah. definitely helped me. Because if you think about what we do, it's a form of counselling. Yeah. I spoke to um, Kat Merrick, who does uh, breathe dance yoga. Um, and she said it's a it's a type of meditation. What we're doing is a type of meditation.
0: Yeah, totally agree. I I've, Someone no, explained meditation to me recently because I, I can't do meditation. And they were like, well, actually, you do. <laughs> and speak, literally, meditation is, a, from what they were describing, as being a, a sole point of focus. You're just focused mm-hmm. on one thing. Yeah. And when you're focusing on a guest, that is a sort of meditational vibe.
1: It's the same sort of thing you get when you write, and when you draw. Yeah. When you're doing those, those adult coloring books, yeah, you know, yeah. that's the type of meditation it is. I forgot the name of uh, the actual type of meditation it is, but it is. Mm. So this actually helps. And, you know, this is a, a lot of why I, I encourage people to do something like this because, yeah. this there's, there's, you know, when it comes to it, with this episode, you, you will go and draw your normal drawing of the episode. You'll edit this. You'll release it. All that process is, is you're concentrating on that and not about the bills or yeah. about COVID or about when you're going to work or you know, this, that, 100%. Anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I find it to be a, an incredible form of therapy because before I started learning the subject, I was at, I was at my, my rock bottom. Cause was like, there's no point to anything. What is the point? It's all shit. Mm. Um, and then I got involved and in I met loads of great like-minded people. And just by the fact of being in conversation and meeting these strangers every every week was just it had a huge effect and you could say oh well you've paid x amount of pounds to learn it you have bought all that gear when are you going to make some money aside from that my business has now grown which is completely separate but my mental point of view has changed as a result of doing this so you can't really monetize it fully from what i've gained from it it's been other things that have helped me gain and build up my business elsewhere and
1: you know there's there's uh, there's a type of pheromone that comes off someone that's trying to do a podcast to make money I think (laughs) you know there's there's one of those things i mean i've I've been i've been doing this for years now and i I, you know you you can just smell it you can see it and it's not attractive it's really not attractive i I hate fake i just you've got you've got to make a podcast because you want to make a podcast yeah it sounds daft and that will help you like you know if you're going to make a podcast that you want to make money out of you've got to pretend that you're not you've got you've got to be the passion's got to be with the people that you're with you've got to be happy you've got to be enjoying what you're doing and i've i've i've, I've been reined in my team are like because I, I i i figure watch you know i, I watch the analytics mm. and i'm kind of like oh it's not doing well this week and they're like did you have fun making the episode and i'm like yes yeah well then that's why we do it yeah okay it's an accumulatory factor mm.
0: the odd thing is though analytics it doesn't necessarily mean that the show is a success because that's more of a marketing thing i'm feeling because how does the listener know until they've listened to it so you can't say oh that guest was crap because i got lower figures when is it your fault that they haven't listened to it Mm. because they don't know what the guest is like until they've listened to it so Mm. it's, it's a weird thing on the analytics front isn't it is it more of a marketing case as opposed to the quality of the show
1: I think I think it's all about the people you have around you. I mean, if you're lucky enough to have family members and friends that will share every single thing you ever make, and they will support you, and they'll talk about the, they'll tell their friends, and with they bump into old friends in the post office. Oh, my son's got a podcast now. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to have that, you're probably going to do well. But if you've got a, like I did, um, because first thing a lot of people in my situation find out that is that. A lot of people don't give a shit about what you're doing. They mm. will not share your links. They will not talk about your podcast. And they, and I don't think that's necessarily because they're doing anything bad. It's because it's a podcast. You yeah. know, mm. it's not a big deal to them. Um, but if if you got people talking about what you're doing, um, it's great. I mean, like yesterday, something really amazing happened. I made um some so they're called so stories, uh, but the voice tours of Shrewsbury. I recorded four of them one at st. Old St. Chad's, one at st mary's uh one at the castle and one at bear steps okay bear steps bear steps okay yeah because that's like that's the epicentre of sort of medieval shrewsbury that's yeah. kind of yeah um and shoot Shrew, uh, original shrewsbury or the Shrewsbury bid, um, asked me to do this. they commissioned me to do it which was fantastic um so I've got four great historians to do it anyway blah 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 i made these check them out go to um originalshrewsbury dot co.uk and check out the show stories they're great um and um they shared like pictures of me It's world podcast day yesterday right What oh, was it yeah um and i, I never were, get
0: into these world things because I don't, who makes this shit up I I don't don't know. Know. <laughs> yeah
1: because they shared those pictures of me though yeah um, i got over 150 downloads in a day
0: oh yeah
1: and i was just like wow okay cool right, mm. come on. i think what? i
0: got one from a recent podcast because one of her friends picked up on it and then shared it mm. i don't know who that a person is, but they don't. I think that helps.
1: All it takes is actually, you know, um, someone to subscribe to your show, and you know, you, there is an option where you can just download all the episodes. You can just go down and up, download them all. Mm. Uh, if you get enough people doing that, then. This is what I mean. Like, you know, if you get if you get your mom, your auntie, your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, all subscribing, if yeah. you're lucky enough to have that, and they've got the auto-download pressed on that thing, all those people, bam, you've got 100 downloads already. They're people that don't necessarily listen to your show. They're doing it as a favor to you. Right. Which is why analytics are good, but like you said, it's not quite accurate. It's, there's something mm. there. You've got to get that feedback. Yeah. Got to get I that.
0: think on Spotify, is it... In- go into it and it'll sort of say how long the, they've listened to
1: the average yeah, then yeah. you can see how good the show mm. is can't you yeah retainership is, it's about people that come back to you as well mm. um, and I think social media is really important for that you've got to have a good social media and now look I'll always say this always say this okay don't ever if you're going to start a podcast don't ever do this like for like share for share shit it doesn't work okay if you're going to like someone's podcast because and, and then never like listen to it or look at it that goes down as a minus one in Facebook's eyes. The uh, the algorithm is like, okay, this guy's got a 1,000 people that have liked his page, but three of them are visiting the page. Hmm. Off you, fuck. <laughs> and it'll throw it to the bottom of the, file, the pile, and that's what happens. Okay. Um, so these like-for-like, share-for-share share things are actually really damaging for your product. Okay. So those
0: that don't like my
1: podcast, uh, remove yourselves now. (laughs) No, I mean, it's okay to have people that like it, but they've got to be sort of interacting with what you're doing. They've got to be liking things. Okay. They've got to be clicking on the links. They've got to be scrolling down and things like that, you know, Ah, because that's how the algorithm works. If you have a a page that no one visits. Yeah.
0: So so like Ronaldo, he's got 30 odd million fans on Facebook. but He's probably got what, like 100,000 interactions. Is that actually a negative
1: thing? Um... I don't know. I don't know how, when it gets to like the millions. I don't know how how okay. it works. Yeah, yeah. Because at the end of the day, it looks good for Twitter mm. or Instagram if somebody's got thirty million. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, that's fit.
0: Well, I presume he's just got a media fan. He goes to a sponsor. And go there, you go. This yeah. is the amount of people I'm reaching.
1: But there are schemes out there. You can pay. You can you can pay for five hundred Instagram followers right now. <laughs> Tanya, you, you can do it. Yeah. It's not going to help you, but you no. can do it. Yeah. I don't I've do that. spent. I've spent the, the last sort of. I keep saying three months, but I think it's longer. I think it's probably about six months building my Instagram, and that is just by <laughs> producing a, a, a really attractive Instagram. You know, sounds daft, but you saw me taking pictures just yeah, yeah. Then before we. People want to see that. They want to see our journey. They want to see places that we're going. Um, and do they? Yes, they do. Okay. they do because you go to Peabreeze now, right? You go to Peabreeze and you have um, I don't know, you have a, a a sandwich and a drink. You take a picture. You tag them in that. You tag them in and you see what happens. Okay. You'll get new people follow you. You get, PBs will like it. Uh, and that's how you grow. Oh, okay. You know, uh, anybody that comes on my show will get tagged in a picture. And that's how I've grown the biscuit over the years. Got ya. Because if I've got, say I've got you in, for example, uh, and you were on Instagram and I tagged you, you might have friends, family that be like, oh, look, he's on the show. Look, look let's, let's take a look. And that, then they will follow my page. Got ya. That's how you grow. I see. And then those people will will come back because that once you follow someone on Instagram, it's on the it's on the feed on the feed or the wall as you call it on Facebook, you know. Right. And if they see your picture, they scroll past it, and then maybe they'll like it. That's how you grow, all not right. by having a thousand people sat there doing fuck off. <laughs> you know. Yeah yeah. Does make um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, makes sense to me. So yeah. That's where experience comes in with this with this game. You see that's... that shit all the time. It's all just right. bad for you. Yeah.
0: So, going forward, how are you gonna grow? What's your next growth step as a person
1: um i think I think what I've had to do over the last year or so is learn to listen to my 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 people you know there's twelve people that work with me with my shows you know five on the biscuit seven on 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 YouSuck. And there's these people screaming and shouting at me, Alex, you do too much. Alex, you do too much. Let me do this. Let me do that. There are people on your team that have got skills that you can use. And I'm kind of like just, yeah, whatever, whilst I'm typing away. you know, <laughs> um, It's more about sort of listening to, trusting the people I've got around me. Yeah. And that's, that's how I've got to, that's the only way, because otherwise I'm going to burn out. If I don't do that, I am going to burn out. I mean, uh, the, the amount I was, this week is a blessing because I've got, I've got one podcast tomorrow, which I was supposed to be doing this morning, but that's been arranged tomorrow, and that's it. Whereas the last two weeks, it was—I think I did five biscuit interviews in one week alone, mm-hmm. and that's 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 a month and that's a months worth of content.
0: Okay. Do
1: you yeah. just do like normally one show a week for the biscuit? Used to, used to, but there's so much to talk about. Yeah, there's so many people there. So we recruit, I I shared the picture yesterday. We re- we released twelve different podcasts in one month. Excellent uh, through September, which is great, which is great, and it. My calendar is filling up to look very much the same for October. It just happens that this this week is kind of, yeah, relaxed. So an admin week. Yeah, yeah. and that's the thing as well. The hard part. Do you not find? I mean, yeah. Um, with all due respect, I'm not trying to be, uh, but your you, your shows younger. It's it's kind of growing, but as you start developing those contacts. Mm. And you start planning those schedules and you got the emails coming back into, it does feel like a full-time job. I've got dozens of people who are yeses, but nailing the bastards down. Mm. <laughs> the actual show, that's something different.
0: And then, yes, and trying to tie people up together is, uh, yeah, it's uh, an interesting challenge. I, a lot of the admin I have to do is, is with my eBay business because now I have to do like all the VAT and all that sort of stuff. It's like, well, this isn't selling anything. I'm just paying out more bloody money.
1: Yeah,
0: But, yeah, that's a distraction I could do without. But I've got to build this up to some ridiculous level before I could even consider doing it as an occupation. Yeah. But uh, I do like meeting people in some ways. I don't know whether I'd want to proceed in the full podcasting. Well, I'm happy to do broadcast in any form just by talking to people. Mm. And that's all I want to do, really.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I would love to do this for a living. I mean, I've been looking... I was looking for, like, uh, radio stations in Shrewsbury, Telford, you know, sort of area. There's none. Wow. Really. I mean, you've got you've got free radio, which is now this synergy of yeah. It's just a collection of shows that there's not a local free radio is not local anymore. It's it's no. owned by a company that like runs a nationwide thing. Then um, of course you have got BBC. I think there's Radio Sunshine as well in There's a couple. There's okay. a couple, but nothing like no, I I just wanted. I'd love to do this.
0: Why is that? Is that because licensing and all that sort of stuff is I so think complicated? It's, and I think
1: it's to do with the FM channels I don't think there's not there isn't enough FM channels around here I think in 2021 or possibly 2022 they're going to open up three new FM channels right which I don't want to say so really I shouldn't say that because I want one <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine I want it because like you know what I was saying about earlier uh, I, I I think we could do something that could be really positive and good for Shrewsbury yeah. rather than uh, talking about the shit you're talking about you know, Piers Morgan type stuff yeah, yeah. You know, we don't want that um, I mean, I, I know you're not supposed to stick your head under the sand and forget about the problems, but at the same time, it's good to switch off, isn't it?
0: Well, if you if you're focusing on the problem, you're just validating it. You're just amplifying it and increasing it. Yeah, I think exactly. If you're aware of
1: it, then you know not to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. So yeah, I mean. So growth-wise, is that way? What... How about because I,
0: I remember seeing in your notes, here, you were saying about over the last five years, you've you've been doing soul searching.
1: I have. I have. Um, what is it you're searching for? I'm searching for um, a way to... Okay, so I suffer from search, a lot of social anxiety. Right. Okay, so I, so for example, like if I go in a shop, I feel like I'm taking too long. I feel like someone's staring at me and I need to hurry up. Hurry the fuck up. You've been in here at least five minutes now. Hurry up. Wow. Uh, it's like, you know, because I don't want to look like a shoplifter while I'm doing this. Or... Um, it's like it, i got something to do with Asta, <laughs> a previous career. It's it's uh, it's a, an issue I've had for a while. Like, for example, right, Comic Salopia was a huge thing I was part of. Um, it was a couple of years ago now. And What's Comic Salopia? Comic Salopia was started by Shane Chibsey, um, who's a good friend of mine. He's on the Weekly Bazaar with me on sock. He's a great guy. And he did this – he puts comic book conventions together. Oh, okay. So Ice uh, was one of them. And he does have a podcast, Ice Podcast. Check that out. Um, and, and he brought one to, to Shrewsbury called Comic Salopia. It was massive. Uh, it was run throughout the whole town. They had stuff going on at the prison, the university, the market square. They had everything going on. Um, and I asked him, I was like, can we bring the biscuit? And he was like, yeah absolutely give us a, our own room in the university built our own studio for two days and people that were coming out of panels yeah will come on in straight into our studio and be interviewed by us wow so we got to go to the, inter- the um <laughs> the opener and that night was just a fucking nightmare for me an absolute nightmare for me because first of all um there's tens of millions of pounds worth dollars worth of comic book artists and graphic designers in this room, right? Yeah. You're talking about Charlie Adlard, creator of The Walking Dead, Chip Kidd, who is one of the biggest uh, graphic designers on the planet. He designed the Jurassic Park logo. You know, these people are people massive. People themselves or just their The work? people themselves. Oh, okay, wow. So it's massive. And I'm stood there and I'm like, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared. I'm scared. I don't know who the fuck these people are. What if I say the wow. wrong thing? I'm I'm, I'm panicking, right? Um, and this funny thing happened. There's a couple of funny things that happened. One of them is they did the opening speech, Charlie Adlard gets up. He's reading the speech. I want to thank such and such and such. And then he mentions my name, Alex Whiteley. I say, oh, wow. Charlie Adlard knows my name. That's amazing. And then afterwards, um, Charlie Adlard and Shane Chebsey's band, The Cosmic Rays, were setting up in the corner, getting ready to start. And this 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 is in the university, the smallest room. And I see John Wagner across the way, who created Judge Dread. Oh, now, okay. me and John and Charlie and a load of other people had done an interview a few weeks before, Um and I want to go say hello, and I walk over to John, and I go, "All right, John, how's it going? Do you remember me?" And he's a big, broad, <laughs> he's a big, broad Scots guy, and he goes, "No, sorry." <laughs> I was like, "I'm uh, Alex," and I was, I was, I was trying about to explain yeah. what's going on. The band kick in. Yeah. I'm going, "We did an interview a few weeks ago," but all all he can hear is. <laughs> and he's like, "I can't hear you. I'm sorry. I can't hear." you. <laughs> I was like, "I'll, uh, I'll catch you again, John. Right?" So then we go out. Um, and then the band come out because they've done their, audit, their, their their test and the mayor's outside. The mayor's a big fan of ours. Charlie comes out. I'm chatting with the mayor. Charlie walks over and um, we're chatting away, the three of us, me, Charlie, Adlard and the mayor and there's this pause and I'm thinking, this is my opportunity. So I reached out my hand to say, thank you, Charlie, for recognizing me in your in your speech. Mm. But as I reached out, he's reaching out to grab the mayor's hand to shake hands with him, and I grab Charlie's hand. I intercept a handshake between Charlie Adlard, one of the biggest comic <laughs> book stars in the world, and the mayor. He quickly shakes my hand, let's go, and then does the shake he was going in for. I wanted the ground to swallow me up, and these situations happen to me time and time again. Uh-huh. And I've, I think it's because I'm, I'm a, when it, in those situations, I'm the prey, they're the predator, and that's what's going on in my head. I put myself in those situations. Because I'm not confident enough to, to drive those yeah. to drive those situations, you know. Yeah. If I was a bit more confident, I'd have gone from a more hearty high five. Charlie, how's it going? The mayor would have realised that's what's happening. I'll catch you in a bit. I'm getting a drink from the bar. See you later. They could have their conversation. Yeah. That's probably how that should have gone. But instead, I was kind of like <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> it was just a weird situation, you know. Would it have been any different had you had a microphone in your hand? Yeah, um, see, now this is a this is this is the weird thing because behind a microphone. I'm a fucking god. All right, this okay. is where this is where I belong. Yes. But doing vox pops, he is actually
0: 12 st- foot above me up yeah. on a big lectern sort yeah, of thing. big right now. beard and kind of like, <laughs> uh, yes, this is I'm me. Just- um
1: but when it comes to speaking people on the streets, mm. vox Box, I am terrible at. I can't stand it because there it is again, the the social anxiety stopping someone in their stride while they're trying to rush to home bargains before it closes or whatever. Yeah. Is the is a nightmare for me because I feel like I'm ruining their day. Yeah. I did that. Is that while. empathy coming through there it's uh, it's just pure panic for okay me. i hate it um and in fact it's good that i've got a team around me that i'm a bit more comfortable doing that you mm. know i remember the first time i ever did it i wanted to talk it was coming up to it was october i went and stood on pride hill and i thought i'd, I'd get my task cam and i talked to people about christmas are you getting ready for christmas where's the best places to go independent shops Blah blah blah. blah. every single person i spoke to told me to go away <laughs> ignored Spirit me of or, Christmas yeah yeah. yeah. or they were <laughs> in a rush or they didn't have time and I, I got I got that? really upset I did like a Facebook live yeah or I did an Instagram thing I was like I'm going home Fuck Christmas just <laughs> stood there for two hours did nothing but getting all ignored um and that uh-huh. did not help me at all that was the first time I did it and I I, won't, I don't do many more um I mean that's a lie actually that is an absolute lie because I remember I went to the the, the shop to driving events. Remember them? And, uh, they were doing the drive in. Uh, the did nineties uh, revival. the the, the Sir Greatest Showman circus. I um, on I think I've been.
0: To, is the monster trucks? Is that the thing, or is that something different?
1: No, no, it's it's during lockdown. Oh, okay. Uh, they they could do drive in events. So they had like a, a festival. Oh, okay. with Music, right? And they had uh, uh, kids' TV stuff. Anyway, it's it's it really cool. Um, and I wanted to get some interviews. So I've got my, my H6 uh, yeah. headphones walk around with a microphone and I'm, I'm, I'm asking people, do you want to come on? do you want to do a thing. And they're like, no, 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 no. So I was kind of like, I, I could feel the, the kind of walls closing in. I was kind of like, Oh my God, this is embarrassing. Da, da, da. So I was just like, no, I've got to do this. I promised Beth I would do it. So I literally opened my arms out with a microphone. Anybody want to come on? And I was spinning around. You want to come on? Do you want to come on? Do you want to come on? I don't know what happened. I just snapped. And I, I remember I walked past, I pointed the mic at this family. Do you guys want to come on? And as I was walking past, I heard this little voice. Oh, come on. <laughs> and he's this tiny little eight year old lad. And I was like, I span around on the spot. I was gone. You, you want to come on? And he's like, Yeah, we've got this interview. People could see me doing the interview. Yeah. They are kind of warmed to the fact that I'm going to be doing this. And I got more and more interviews. It was kind of like, I don't know what happened. I kind of yeah. rescued myself. That was that's weird. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That
0: that's like um, you're pushing the realms of sales in some way, aren't you? though? because it's you are you're selling your an idea. Yeah. And, and if you're not getting a yes, you you so your idea is sort of invalidated. It's like oh, no one wants my idea. But if you get one yes, it's like somebody likes my idea, and that validation is huge, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it gives you the confidence to keep going. And I think when I when I first started the biscuit, because like. I don't like to see the, the biscuit as just a podcast because it's not; as more than that. Yeah. Um, but I needed to make a start, so what I did was I spent six hours the one day and then another four on the Sunday, just could walk around town handing out business cards. Want come on the biscuit? And wow. I went round with a book, and I was kind of—I literally got a month's worth of shows ready just in that weekend. So,
0: what were you doing? Were you asking for guests or just introducing myself, right. saying hello? Yeah.
1: You know, this is what we do. Keep my card if you want to come on the show. Do yeah, it. yeah. And the way I explained it was. I think the best way I explained it for the first time was uh, reeking whiskeys. He's never, still never been on the show, bless him. Um, but like he was like, so why would you want me to come? What would what, what we talk about? I was like people probably walk up the cop and walk past your business all the time, not know anything about you. Yeah. But if they've heard you on the biscuit, oh, actually he's quite a nice guy. I might go and say hello. That's what that does. Yes. It adds a bit of context to the name above the door, you know. Um. So that's what. This is the way I kind of explained it, and taking a business card and going to a shop, and you've got. 10 seconds to explain that you're not a business not after any money yeah. did a podcast i know it's a bit ridiculous but it might help you here you go you know trying to do that it was, yeah. uh, it was a big ordeal but yeah that's, I did, that's I did a it. great idea yeah.
0: yeah did you in in that conversation where you pre-selected them like thinking oh my god this guy's gonna be a crap guest
1: and then retract the card i don't think there is anything as bad as bad as, 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 as there isn't a bad guest you're right I yeah i don't think there is i think there's a bad host <laughs> it was <laughs> a bad host. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I have had people that are difficult to talk to. Yeah. Um, but what you do is you get the interesting points out. Yeah. You, you finish it early and then you monologue. Yeah. You know, um, because some people aren't comfortable, but they still have an interesting story. You just want going to try your best to, even if it's just for that short amount of time. You got to get those interesting packed out.
0: Yeah. I, I think everyone really hasn't it. Even like Terry Way, he was on his own in a fucking cell for years. Still yeah. had a great story. Yeah. It's like how is that possible? But i think everyone has a great story it's just yeah. getting it
1: out isn't it i mean the biscuit's a testament to that because and you suck slowly catching up as well because um you know the way things change with that as well is, is is um excuse me it's definitely something i've learned from the biscuit and that's everyone's got a story so the biscuit we talk about i mean the one week we had Jean atkin come in talk about poetry mm-hmm. and then literally straight afterwards had a lady come in talk about her beauty business right, and eyebrows yeah, you know, and then you know, uh, the day before we'd spoken to you yeah. about your podcast, uh, and after we spoke to you actually that day, we spoke to someone who's talking about peace, building peace builders, and peace builders, and peace builders. We, who's doing amazing work, Doctor uh, Phil Gittins. Shout out to him. Okay, he's doing amazing work in Shropshire. Um, he, yeah, get him on show. like the name of Doctor Phil? Yeah, get him on your show. Uh, on your show. He's uh, it's Phil with two L's. Okay he's doing some work in ancestry that is um in a school and they're they uh, going to be teaching young people how to deal with conflict because conflict's important it's just how you deal with it yeah you know that's uh, which okay. is great so we did all these all these amazing like different different very different subjects we covered in one week yeah on the biscuit
0: do you find your your audience enjoys that variety
1: yeah i think so yeah i think so i uh, want
0: i want variety i don't the feedback i get from from listeners is that they are enjoying the guests They sometimes i go oh that guest was a bit boring blah blah blah, blah. that's fine that's, that's your preference but i'm not getting any feedback saying don't go down that road anymore or don't do that which i'm taking as a positive because mm. it's, it's um uh, did you get direct feedback from
1: your listeners not really no. but i do get the same listeners coming back which is good yeah. i'll get the odd comment now and again this was an amazing episode this was great yeah listen to this it was great but not really. Um, Weirdly, I've had it like, oh, you're such an inspiration. I'm like, what, well, me? I'm not the guest. What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> with with You Suck, I get that more. Yeah. With You Suck, because, um, so, I mean, the difference between You Suck and, uh, and The Biscuit is You Suck is a, is a trans-American, transatlantic show between sort of me, uh, that there's a British contingency of our team and a, an American contingency. And US, US UK, you suck. that's what it's meant to be about. Yeah. But it's 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 R rated, you can swear a bit more, you can be a bit more relaxed, and it's it's aimed at the the people that don't necessarily have people to hang around with or something to do on a Saturday night, whatever you. But it's also a good look at like culture. Mm. You know, because US and UK culture is completely different. Yeah. We are aliens to each other, like really, really are. Because there's so there's certain things I can say to Tom Bruno, who's my co host, he's in Vermont. And I can say stuff to him and he'd be like, What? Yeah, you know? but these are diff- these are d- a different demographic. They're your Star Wars nerds. They're your, yeah. your people that enjoy uh, sort of raunchy comedies, and they're they're the kind of more out there people. So they're more likely to come up to me and be like, oh, man, that show was dope. I really enjoyed that." And yeah. you know, we do the live shows as well, where people will comment, and we we see new people join every week and comment. It's really cool.
0: I, I what I, I found interesting on the on the USIC one is is the difference between the Americans. Hmm. It is like that they are literally different countries within a country, aren't they? Yeah. The whole yeah, attitude yeah. towards each other—it's like wow—that's that, it's a greater difference in way that, that the English to the Scots and the English and Welsh, isn't it? It's, in some ways, it's quite a, a greater difference.
1: It just shocked me—the language difference between us. Because I was like, oh, they speak American, they speak English and American as well. They don't, they don't <laughs> they speak American. There is such a thing. Like I've always thought, no, it's English, man, speak it. But no, it's it's American. Like yeah. I was I was <laughs> I was having a conversation. This is what started off. This conversation is literally what started off. At uh, the end of Thor'skin and the beginning of Usuk um, was I was chatting with Tom. Uh, we're doing a podcast, and I was like drinking cider. I had like three bottles, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm probably going to be a bit drunk after this." Yeah, I've had a couple before this, mm. and he's like, "What are you five?" <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" I'm drinking cider. He goes, "Yeah, cider." I was oh, like, "What yeah, do you yeah. mean?" And he goes, "Cider in America is apple juice." Yeah. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, "If you," <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, Tom." So if I'm going to offer your your children cider, then you got to worry, yeah, <laughs> because what <laughs> I mean by cider is something that's going to get them drunk. Yeah. So there's so many different things, uh, especially with food. Mm. Uh, do you know what they call crumpets in America? Oh no, English muffins. <laughs> but we have English. We have English. <laughs> <laughs> not it's okay. like some guys going oh my god what's this uh yeah it's, a, it's an english muffin yeah. yeah whatever yeah i've seen these before Swiss got it wrong that. and then just <laughs>
0: you know the silly little things like that we were, just, yeah. we were arguing biscuit ab- when i was at kfc over there and they were like do you want
1: biscuit with that i'm like what <laughs> don't so get me started on the biscuits we've done nothing but argue about bloody biscuits um because i was like it's a savory scone yeah it's a savory scone or scone if you like like a dry um, dumpling isn't it yeah it's horrible um we were arguing about, um, just last night, about Yorkshire pudding. Oh, yeah. And Tom was like, why is it called a pudding? I was like, oh, I don't know. And then <laughs> our fact checker, uh, Kenny Aldrich, shout out to Kenny. He, was, he literally wrote the definition of pudding. Yeah. In American, a pudding is something that's like soft, gooey, and, and sweet. Yeah. But there's another definition where it's something that is made with milk, and flour, and eggs, right. Where it's savory or sweet. Okay, so that's a pie. That's a cake. That's a. This, da, 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 da. All right. Yorkshire pudding is made with pastries, uh, 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 with um, batter. Isn't batter. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like that, pancake, that's yeah. the same milk, egg, flour. So yeah. It's a pudding. Shut up, America. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a. Uh, are you going to be doing more of? Which one's taking the greater amount of your attention? Is it you suck or is it the sugar biscuit?
1: Um, I'd say the biscuit takes up a lot more of my time. Yeah. Because I've got a great team. The Yusuk guys are great. So, I mean, we've got three shows, part of the Yusuk thing. But um, Superhero Bar Fight, which is changing to... (laughs) Superhero Bar Fight, I came up with. All these shows, the names for the shows I've come up with... uh, Which
0: is first, the show, or just the fact that you had a name and then you had to make a show to fit the name?
1: No, no, I mean, originally what it was is I wanted to make a show that would talk... Just about who would win in battles. And I know yeah. all people always wonder who would win between Superman and Hulk. Da, da, da. Yeah, i yeah. mean uh James Rose, who started uh, Thorskin, it was that uh, uh, Superhero Barfight was part of Thorskin, I brought it over because I liked the concept. Yeah. I gave it to Jamie Westwood and Tom Stevens. I was kinda of like, this is your show now, do what you like of it, because I haven't got time to do it. You know, and they've done an amazing thing, but they're moving away from the super bar fight name now because they're getting amazing guests on that are probably not going to be interested in geek comic book culture okay and might sneer at the name superhero bar fight so they're changing it to use Chronicles which I'm really proud of because I gave them that show to make it their own to do their own thing of it and they've evolved into their own thing which is okay. beautiful. Um so Jamie and Tom they look after that uh, the weekly bizarre is a news parody we talk about news news stories that aren't gonna depress the shit out of you you know Um such a thing exists uh, yeah, there's some amazing... <laughs> you know, you look at Florida, man, right? You yeah. talk about Florida's stories in Florida. We, I mean, what some of the stories... This is what we do, okay? Yeah. I can literally bring up the, the chat that we're talking in now and you'll find new stories that we're just sharing. This is just a day-by-day day as we go along. Yeah. Uh, one of them here is, parrots removed from UK Safari Park after teaching each other to swear. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And me, Lucy Orchard, and Shane Chebsey, who I mentioned earlier... We'll bring this show live on Facebook. I'll then take the audio and release it as a podcast. Yeah. Um, and that's really good. And that show's gone massive. We were getting 50,000. I think got 50,000 views on our first one. And it's 35 sort of bounces around sort of, yeah. sort of between 15 and 50,000 views on, on a live show. Yeah. And then we'll release it as a
0: podcast. How long does it last on
1: the internet as it were a live show is it like 24 hours is it um well this is why we release the audio it, it would stay there forever it would stay there forever oh, okay. you, just got to, you just got to scroll down long enough but this is why um with you suck live which is the one i'm, I'm confusing your listeners right now because i'm talking real enough all this shit i do we yeah, do a live broadcasting show company really yeah <laughs> <laughs> we do what well, every wednesday on the new you suck channel uh we'll do a live show at 11 o'clock in the uk sorry i'm the stand. um and um I've only just this week started releasing the audio as a pod, as a separate podcast because yeah. people are asking me, why are you why are you not releasing that audio? And I was like, it's a tool to bring people in. It's just to in, in, introduce people to the use people. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got people from all the different shows all turn up and we had Lucy on there last night. and The comedy know. one was
0: great. I watched um, one about a week or two ago. They were talking about the sex dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was the week
1: that, that was me and Shane, yeah. Yeah, that was brilliant, that one, yeah. Yeah, we enjoy so stuff there was like that. So there's four of you on there. Um,
0: the lady had uh, internet problems, it looked like she kept sort of time shifting,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It was me, that would have been me, Lucy, and Shane, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Who was the fourth person? It was it just three?
1: It was, we would have been just three. I'm yeah. mentally
0: dubbing stuff in, that's when right. yeah. you can't rely on me as a witness, for there's
1: only three of us do that. Um, but they, okay. the, I mean, the moral of the story is, is Yusuk looks after itself. Um, Tom is great because you get the guests in. All i got to do with the edit the weekly bazaar and. And uh, and what's the difference? Uh, what's the difference is a great thing because um, I don't have to get the guests for them because Tom Bruner's brilliant at getting guests. I've got this. Uh, uh, I've got a, a real problem at the moment. When we first started, yeah, I got so I got amazing guests. I I brokered a, an agreement between us and a New York publishing group called TV Guestbert. Okay, they all send us guests on our right. show. We'll record them. Virtually and- send them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they'll introduce <laughs> us. In I mean, we... <laughs> <laughs> uh, authors, we've had New York Times bestsellers and stuff come right. through that, you know, because of that in, um, relationship with them. Um, I start getting these amazing guests, and then for some reason, I can't seem to get anything back. I'm emailing all sorts of people, I don't get anything back, whereas Jamie Westwood and Tom Bruno, mm. they're kind of bringing these amazing guests. I mean, uh, Jamie Westwood's had Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup, come on. He's had... Um, <laughs> I don't know who that is. um girl, all the bad guys want. She's the girl all the bad guys want. She's oh. watching wrestling, criminal. Uh, he's, <laughs> no, he's, he's great.
0: You're exposing my social uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: unawareness. This week alone, they spoke to the guy who does the voice for Donald Duck. Oh yeah, you know. Um, uh, Which version of that now is? Is it? It's, it's not gonna be the same because the original guy's dead, isn't the, it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a new guy. Okay. it's a new guy. He's the new guy, ah. and apparently the old guy's got beef with him. Apparently, ah. so he's like, they were like, when you release this on YouTube, yeah. you're gonna get some shit off this guy. And it's ah. the old Donald Duck because he's yeah. annoyed because I'm doing it now.
0: Does he phone up with the duck voice shouting at
1: him? I don't know. I've got to listen to that episode back actually. <laughs> it would be great. Um, yeah, they, they everything looks after itself for you, so where whereas with with the biscuit, I'm very much in the driving seat you know i i have a diary that i've got to fill up mm. um i've got guests to schedule in. we've got a studio in the parade where they let us use the empty units there which is great mm. um and then i've got to edit the stuff market it the stuff and all the all the artwork you know um I'm brokering sort of um relationships with people in you know big companies and stuff in Shrew- in Shrewsbury like we've just done a show with halls for example yeah because i want to get to know the old the businesses
0: there are there are sort of upper level auctioneer aren't they yeah yeah and <clears> they, they, and they properties. do properties as well yeah.
1: yeah but they're 175 years old like okay how have they stood the test of time i want to know this yeah and you know it's a case of oh like shit i expect <laughs> 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 it's a case of oh that alex is a nice boy yeah make sure you speak to someone from the biscuit because that alex is lovely right yeah. oh yeah he'll have you on the show and that's they'll awesome. have you
0: changing it to shrewsbury biscuit though aren't they horse
1: uh see i've learned about this oh i've okay. learned a lot about this yeah. um and apparently, it's because um, Shrewsbury was originally Scroggersburg or something. Shro- Scroggersburg, <laughs> and it literally means "fort in a bush" or something like that. Okay, don't yeah. Don't oh, I'm paraphrasing. Now. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's changed names over the time. So Scroggersburg. Yeah shrewsbury which was well, with called the welsh
0: penguin didn't they or something
1: yeah, yeah yeah um so the welsh side was shrewsbury and the english side was Shrewsbury. i don't know ah. it's changed it's changed and either one is right either okay. one is right oh cool, yeah if you want to say shrewsbury Shrewsbury, shrewsbury whatever knock yourself out just <laughs> just don't i mean d uh dd who's on our show she says shrewsbury right uh and shane who's like a guy's guy yeah. says a shrewsbury man you, Typical Tory. You know, they have this, like, <laughs> banter between them, which is fine. I enjoy that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Does your show... Is it... I think the buzzword at the moment, is it apolitical, as in you don't get into politics of things? It is just literally about the town?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, we try to avoid politics because what's positive about politics, right? I do not know. Uh, I mean, politics bleeds into everything, really. Um, you know, we talk about renovations of the flux mill. It's politics. You talk about... um you know what's going on with COVID at the moment, of lockdown. That's politics. You know, so I mean, yes, we we do kind of uh, feature aspects of politics, but I will not be talking about yeah, bojo and <laughs> the, the mess of what's going on. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I mean, I have, I do have political views, and I have been on the radio to talk about politics before in America and stuff, which was quite nice. I quite like that. You know? Oh yeah, but no, stay away from that. Okay. Yeah, you
0: know, I totally agree. I, I think it is something worth staying away from uh, if you can, wherever possible. Mm. Unless you're independent, and then maybe you are actually connected to the town
1: and you might know some shit about the town. Well, this is the thing, right? Because the, the biscuit's meant to be for everybody. It's yeah. meant to be for everybody. And if they they, they don't like my sort of, uh, kind of on the fence, more leaning sort of left views, right. um, they, if they don't like that, then they might not listen to the show. So okay. I'm just kind of like. I mean, I, as as honest as I am about it, I won't go on about it because that might just rile people. Yeah. So I do kind of sit on the fence a bit. Yeah.
0: I I have no idea what my political... I I just I'm not a fan of all. My my <laughs> I mean, <laughs> me. I
1: do I do think the the party system needs to change. Yeah. I think it's not working. Yeah. Absolutely not working. Um.
0: Oh, dope. Hang on, we're heading into politics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Right. Yeah. I think you
1: just got to be decent to people, haven't you? There you go. As your politics. One hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, in your Things of life. I remember reading on something here. You were talking about a lady you just been reading about. What was her name? Because you wanted to mention her. I've written it down on here. I buried her name,
1: Shia LaBeouf. No, 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 no. You said I think. What was the question? What's your? Was there anything you want? What's your? Let me have a look. No. Close question. Question one.
0: Why did she matter to you?
1: No, no, no. What would you like to talk about or promote? Shia LaBeouf is uh, is an actor. Right, um, who's okay. in Transformers? He was in. He's the young kid at Transformers. he's the actor. It's yeah. coming back to yeah, me yeah. now. Yes, that's... and he he very famously released that thing that went viral where he was just going nuts on the video, going "Just do it, yeah. just do it." You know that went viral. It's great. So when it, your question to me was, uh, "What would you like to talk about or promote?" and I put Shia LaBeouf, "Just do it." <laughs> uh, exactly what I've written out is. Um, it's true that there are millions of books that were never written. Yes. Um, uh, every year, uh, millions of songs that were never sung. Uh, you could be the next big thing, uh, but you're too chicken to try. That's literally what I wrote. That's yeah, very yeah. poetic, actually. Yeah. So just do it. Yeah. That's what I want to promote. Is, ah. Uh,
0: and then some large sweatshop clothes manufacturer stole that phrase and sort of forced <laughs> it upon the <laughs> nations and populace. Yeah. No. What would you, as an example, what would you say is a, a good example of where you've had to just Do it as opposed to getting into the procrastination
1: of overthink. Um, I I've always wanted to do something like this. I've always wanted to do something like this. But then I used to think about the radio, and I used to overthink about things. I used to think about um, what would you talk about for three hours on a radio show? You know, (laughs) I I really want to do it, but what 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 if what if? It's always something. Um, I think you've just got to do it. You've got to try it, even if you even if you crash and burn. Yeah, you've got to try. I have crashed and burned so many times. Um, I really have. I've I've tried different things, different uh, segments on shows. Um, I've messed up on live loads of times. <laughs> you know, um, I've the, the Charlie Adlard thing I told you about. You know, making an idiot of myself publicly <laughs> again and again and again. But at the same time, um, I've I've tried. I've tried, and you know, I've had a certain degree of success. So you've just got to try. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you you will hurt you'll you'll annoy yourself if you haven't even tried. You know, when it gets to the stage where it's too late, I mean, yeah. it's never too late, really. I know podcasters that are in the sixties, seventies. You know,
0: it's never too late, but it really helps if you start sooner than later, though, doesn't it? Well,
1: you've got to make a you've got to make a try. You've got to do it. You've got to you got to you know, um, suck it suck it up. Get out there and do it because you, you, you regret is a terrible thing. Like if I'd have known I could do this when I was younger, I could have been doing something amazing right now. Yeah. But I've, I found out how to do this when I was, you know, my late 20s and 30, you know, so. Hmm. Yeah, you just do it. Okay, do it. <laughs> just do it. Do it. Uh, and do you know what? Um, and Hutch, do it. Uh, when it comes to podcasting, you don't really need an awful lot. You really don't. I mean, it helps. It helps if you've got... Um, decent sound quality because i know there's an anchor at the moment where people are just recording stuff on their phones
0: yeah my first episode is on that yeah sock on the phone
1: yeah that was it yeah that that i i, said, well, I had nothing then i call myself a bit of an audio nazi you know, <laughs> because i've got, I've got things that to sound great and in fact the the episode i just released now which was my first ever uh you live released on the podbean channel uh it sounds really quiet I listen back to. It. I was like, ah. The rule is with that show is I can't touch the editing. That is it. It just gets released as is, which is not ah. something I'm used to. I'm used to, it. I like to play with my audio. I like it to sound good. Yeah. So when someone's recording something on the phone, it's not as great, but it's a good start. Yes. It's a good, um, and also as well is you know you've got to um, you've got to challenge yourself. You know, I'm running for the gauntlet, didn't I? When you came on my show, hmm. exercises like that they are definite. Um, they're great tools to to because. Nobody starts this and is a, is as an expert. Nobody, not one person. Um, I know I've known people that even though they sound great behind, behind a microphone, they've got to learn to improvise. Yeah, you know, some people that improvise don't sound great in a microphone. You've got to, you've got to constantly just keep playing with these things, and I do all the time. Um, my 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 good role model for this is Chris Miles. Okay, I've always talked about Chris Miles. I love him. I think he's the perfect example of what I want to be because he was at Radio One burping down a microphone and doing his thing, hmm. right? And he. He pissed the BBC off so much because even though he was doing that and it was not the BBC way, he was bringing in tens of millions of listeners and they they wanted to get rid of him because one, he wasn't the age for the demographic they wanted. Two, he was like this, this loose cannon that was just doing what he wanted to do even though he was brilliant at it. So as soon as they saw the opportunity, they were like, oh, quick swap. Get Him out of there quickly and it caused a huge noise, yeah, yeah. Um, it was and very he very sad, I think. And anyway. he took his listeners with him, <laughs> he <laughs> took them with him. And in fact, when Nick Grimshaw re, uh, replaced him in the mornings, there was uproar about it because his show was boring in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Miles is definitely a role model for me. Yeah, what does he do now? He's on uh, is it Radio X? Is it Radio X? Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. a Radio Exeter then. Yeah, he's on Radio X. He's, he's okay. got a big show. He's, he's, t- he's t- taken all his listeners.
0: Because he, he left to do singing, wasn't he? He was, he was in a musical, wasn't he?
1: No, I think, I think it was Virgin Radio he went to first. Oh, okay. We went to Virgin Radio, and I think that became Radio X, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. And, yeah, he took his listeners with him. He took his, his, his production team with him. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was, it was amazing what he did. Because he was like, well, you know what, fuck you. I'm gonna make my own show with blackjack and hookers. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I've got to be honest. It's been great having you here today, and thank you very much for popping on by. No. Where out of all your multitude of channels, where is the best place for people to go as a start point?
1: Uh, definitely you? Facebook um, or Instagram. Um, so Facebook, you can find us. There are two things for you, So there's, there's the USUK page. So US UK, um, you'll see the the flag there. Um, Definitely give us a like on there. But there's a YouSuck fan page as well, which is a really cool community um, of people that like to share memes, chat about stuff. Uh, we, had, we had a nostalgia train going yesterday <laughs> where people were just talking about things that would make us think back. So we were talking about yeah. like Boglins and Tots TV and uh, <laughs> Mighty Max and all these things that we, we used to love when we were kids. You know, it's a great community. So that's a YouSuck fan page. So that's all the YouSuck stuff. Um, and then obviously there's the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. Mm. On Facebook, all of our episodes are are literally um, posted onto Facebook. Uh, the links are there, you can find out what's going on there. We also have a website for the the biscuit, which also includes all of our audio. And that's dot co. uk. Marvellous. Yeah, and I like to put my audio on there because there are some people, and we age for we go for a demographic that's probably not the normal demographic to go for the older people. Yeah. That will only probably trust the website. They won't go to download an app.
0: No, true, yes.
1: So, all my audio is on the website. Okay. Yeah, so you can do that as well as go to Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Very, so.
0: very sound. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much
1: there. No, thank you for having me on. This has been great. Uh, we'll have to do this again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. totally for that. Yeah. Um, one o'clock, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <we'll, laughs> we'll, time for lunch. We'll go getting off now.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: That's all right. Well, uh, all listeners you know where to find me because you're listening so obviously you did find me so there's no point in me going over that point uh, the fatherfinney.com website is actually paid for now it is going to be published I, I know i've been saying this for probably about 10 15 episodes now i just need to send a few pictures and it'll be live Woo-hoo! um and on that note thank you very much for joining us and uh, podcast away